Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Wine, episode 376, from March 9th, 1997. No guest tonight, just the love between the two hosts. Actually, Kari Werher no-shows on the boys. She's supposed to be the guest. Uh, she'll eventually appear on episode 379. So this one just ends up being a classic love between the two hosts tonight. Adam reveals he would like to marry Kari, calling her a flaky little minx, and jokes about her giving them the shoe by not showing up. Episode 377 for Monday night, March 10th, 1997. Seems to be missing from the official archive and the fan archive as well. If we ever recover it, we will, of course, release it in the feed. As per usual, it was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter, at Podcast One. On Facebook, Podcast One there as well. And PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get it on. The following program is a podcast1.com production. <sighs> Two. Welcome Love with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Would you sleep with sick women? I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. I'm gonna ride you till you can't stand up. Come on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your shirt on. Loveline's meant for an adult audience. Loveline may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. All right, phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. Kari Wurr is our guest tonight. Uh, you remember her from uh, Remote Control, that uh, MTV show. Uh, Drew, you never watched that. Uh, Drew and I think she's in uh, Anaconda. Which is uh, this, uh, you've seen the billboards. Got a big fat snake on it, and it's uh, coming out soon. This is pure speculation. No, no, I think uh, Anne, Anne confirmed it. That's right. All right. So uh, we'll talk to her about this uh, big uh, mega blockbuster uh, film when she hauls her butt in here. But she's really hot, and she's uh, feisty. She's got a lot of chutzpah. She's really my kind of woman. I, I really physically am attracted to the Kari Wurz of the world. Oh, well, I'll be sure you know to what I mean? point that out to She's her. real sexy, but... Now I know why she's not here. She's not... Oh, shut up. Uh, that is Dr. Drew. He's a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. All right, let me read a little uh, email here, Drew. Is this going to be insulting to me? No, these are actually all insulting to me. Uh, no. Adam sucks. Adam no. is a loser. You're so dumb to keep saying you got your tools stolen. <laughs> You're full of it. You also said someone's in your house and uh, took an S in your bathtub. You are full of S. I have great respect for Drew. Well, it's good, good fact. Well, someone good who, uh, fi- Freddie, was smart enough to see through my uh, thin veneer. Yes, you're you, right, You Freddy. have nothing else to talk about. I'd like to come clean. I manufactured the whole part about uh, some drug addicts breaking into my uh, house that's under construction, uh, stealing uh, my biscuit joiner and taking a dump in my tub. I have a very vivid imagination. By the way. One of your infamous nefarious friends was hanging around the... Yeah, old construction buddy, Glenn. We, no, Wheeze. Oh, the Wheeze. The Wheeze. Yeah, the Wheeze showed up. Ann and I got some very interesting stories out of Wheeze. We'll be, we'll be uh, sort of letting them trickle out as the night goes on. The Wheeze is the one who's uh, no. addicted to marijuana, so don't believe him. Uh, they were quite vivid. All right, remind me to kick the Weezer's ass next time I see him. Uh, all right, here's another one. Uh, another piece of Adam mail. I'm a long-time listener, and uh, this is my first email or something. Uh, or something. I was, uh, like, writing just to say some stuff. Huh. I, I love being insulted by morons, though. It's fine. Uh, first of all, Drew, you kick ass. Uh, no, you do. Adam, you are getting to be a faggot. What happened to Ricky? 
Yeah, Ricky left last week. I don't know if anyone has, uh, has been listening to the show, but we used to do the show together. And I think, uh, what was it, Thursday? He cut out, he got another radio gig. Thursday uh, in 95. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you should get another Loveline person on your show. And what's with all the ass licking with the guests? Like, uh,. Like your hand down Be Real's pants uh, from Cypress Hill. You cannot even pronounce their CD name right. Temples of Doom? It's boom, you faggot. <laughs> you call left eye one eye. <laughs> you called boom uh, biddy bye bye, boom diddy bye bye. And uh, you're the worst butt liquor in the entire planet. All right. Let me see that one. <laughs> oh, you want to frame that one? No, I just wonder if at the end of it goes, you rock or anything. No, 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 you, you. no he doesn't like me. Uh, all right, here's another uh, email from uh, Jen. I just wanted to say that it pisses me off when Adam pushes people, mostly guys, to have sex when they're not ready to. Huh. That's somebody who's listening carefully. When does that happen, Drew? It never happens. Occasionally, some guy will call up and he'll be like 19 and he'll be a virgin and he'll be real uptight and he doesn't want to date. And I'll tell him just to get in there and get it on. And that's about the extent of it. Anyway, it goes on uh, to say, and then he says things like, oh, what the hell about people who uh, had sex without condoms? What a hypocrite. For what, what the F show is she listening to? I don't know. Uh, then he starts telling people that they should just get an abortion. Well, that's true. If everyone took Adam's advice, the world would be just uh, like what Adam complains about, except a hundred times worse. Be careful what you say, Adam. You could be in over your head. And Drew, stand up to Adam. We can tell when you want, uh, when you want to, but you hold back. <laughs> you big pussy. She didn't write that, but I just tossed that in for a little effect. All right. So there you have it. How do you tell what part of the country these are coming from? Uh, the, I have no idea, but I'm guessing this one's from, like, Moronburg. All right. All right. There you go. Let's go. True. What am I telling everyone to have sex and telling everyone not to wear condoms? Every, every, every call. Every chance I get. Yeah. All right. All right. There's another one? No. Well, this is a Boobville one that I'll uh, read a little later on. All right. Joe, 20, you're on Loveline. Hi, how you guys doing? Good. Um, I was calling because I've got uh, I've got a girlfriend now I've been dating for a year. Get her an abortion and take that condom off, Joe. <laughs> I'm a close listener. I don't hear the stuff you're complaining about either. Um, but uh, she she and I, when we first started dating, we're having a lot of problems. Uh, just basically getting along because she was kind of a close person, and I'm, I'm very open. Well, we broke up at one time, and I ended up sleeping with my ex-girlfriend, uh, Pretty quickly, so I, I was very, uh, I was ready for my my present girlfriend to break up with me when I told her, and she didn't. She stuck it out. Well, wait a minute. I thought you said you broke up. Well, we did. We're back together. I, I didn't make that clear. We're back together now. She, she didn't expect it to. He didn't expect it to last because of what he had done. Okay. Right. And I and when I did tell her what happened, um, she was really supportive of, of me, and, and the fact that uh, I've had I've had a pretty rough past, and uh, I just want you guys betting on me. So I thought I'd tell you that right away. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Um, now I, I, I'm worried that she's just not as open as she possibly could be because of that. And I'm wondering what, what maybe I could do to kind of help her out and help her open up a little bit. Right. Okay. You think she's shut down because you betrayed her? Yeah, basically. Well, she, she even told me that at one time. And she was kind of shut down in the first place. Right. So this didn't help. 
No, not at all. All right. What's up with her? Did she have some trauma in her past? Uh, no, actually, she's just, uh, that's just kind of family she came from. It's uh, definitely right. not open. All right. Well, first thing, uh, um, stop banging other women. Uh, that, would be a, that would be a place to start, wouldn't it be, Drew? Yeah, it might start there. And then uh, it's, uh, there's no magic words. There's no magic wand. Uh, it's nothing that can be done in an afternoon or a, th- or a session with a therapist. There's no videotape. It's just one of these, over the course of time, if you prove to be a trustworthy, uh, thoughtful, caring, nurturing guy, you'll win somebody over. Some people aren't winnable. It's it's a hard thing in this situation because he's already telling us his girlfriend isn't open to his sort of emotion, emotional overtures. He can't try to connect with her emotionally because she's really not open to that. So how do you reassure somebody except through well, your behavior? Actions. Yeah, your behavior. Right. And uh, and try to get her to to believe how you feel about her and see if maybe on some level she opens up. It sounds like she also sort of anticipates this kind of abuse in relationships for some reason. Yes. So uh, it's it's part of what she... Expects. I'm guessing uh, many of her boyfriends before and many uh, to follow will cheat on her. Yeah. Ty, 22. Yes. Uh, uh, how are you guys doing today? Good. Um, I'm a, a health professional, and uh, I deal with uh, many patients a day, and I have the papillomavirus. It's just the common papillomavirus on my hand. Mm-hmm. And I know it's contagious. That's warts, right? Yeah. Right. It's not necessarily genital warts, though. No. I just have it on my hand. Yeah. Um, my question is, how are they transmitted? Uh, the, the wart on the hand, there's actually debate about. I mean, the, 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 the wart on more non-genital skin. Uh, when I was in training, they even debated whether it was even really a virus. But um, I don't think nobody, know, nobody anyone knows actually for sure exactly how it's transmitted. If it is a virus, presumably it is through contact. Obviously, it's not particularly contagious or else you'd be spreading it all over the place. And it's not as though everybody you contact is going to contract this. One of the questions people often ask is, gee, if you, had to, if you touch somebody's genitals, could you transmit a hand wart down to that area? And there is some potential for that, theoretically. Uh, so I'm not really answering your question very clearly because well, do, there's not do a I need cl- to take any precautions like uh, sex or anything? I'm not sure it's answerable. I really, I, I, yes, you should. Why not? I mean, if, if it's oh, in a, well, but why not? Because he doesn't want to put on gloves before he has sex. It's not an <laughs> autopsy, Drew. It's a feel up. It's a reach around, not an autopsy. And do, if I were to take precautions, do I need to take to take precautions all the time, or yeah. just when I have a, a breakout? No, I mean, obviously, I mean, if you look at uh, if you work in a hospital, I mean, they don't have infectious disease. Uh, Sort of protocols for handling warts on your hand or your arm. It's, it's not. It's not something that's thought to be highly contagious. But I would. I would sure be careful with it. Well, what should he do? Who can he go to? I nobody knows. I, yeah, I'm not sure. There's because a real you don't know. Nobody knows. No, I. You can ask a dermatologist. They may have a more, more up to the minute opinion about it. When I was in training, there was not a real clear consensus right. about this. That was uh, a long time ago. 1964. Yeah. Yeah. And I have not seen any change in that in that perspective. Sylvia, 19. Hi. Um, yeah, I'd like to ask a question. Um, I just had a baby two months ago, and now, like, now when my boyfriend wants to have sex, like, I don't want to. And if we do, I don't feel anything like I used to. Anymore. Are you breastfeeding? No. Very common complaint, Sylvia. A lot of women lose their sex drive for sometimes a long period of time after they've uh, given birth. Is this the father? Huh? Is this the father? What do you mean the father? Oh, yes, yes. It's the father. The boyfriend. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Have you been depressed at all? Um, 
No, not really. I didn't even really get any postpartum depression. Okay, I mean, sometimes it can be part of a depressive syndrome, but more often than not, it's just a function of the hormonal changes you go through. Uh-huh. Uh, um, two, I think what's bothering me is um, now I'm overweight. I was really skinny before I got pregnant, mm-hmm. and I gained, like, 46 pounds over the whole course. Mm-hmm. And I have, like, I accumulated a lot of stretch marks all over my body. Mm-hmm. So you really have a body image issue, too. You don't, you don't feel no. sexy. No. I, I suspect, though, it's more than just that. I mean, the fact that you actually, you suggested you actually have a change in how you feel about the sexual act itself, right? Yeah. You don't experience it the same way. And, and that, that's more typically a hormonal thing. Did you plan this pregnancy? Yeah, yeah. I was, you know, more so. I was With more... your boyfriend? Uh-huh. Uh, Pl- plan it one night you decide to have a baby. Huh? You guys said uh, uh, It was an accident. Oh, that, okay. that was planning. Huh? Uh-huh. You, you plan to have an accident. No, we didn't plan it. All right. Uh, let me. The definition of accident is something that happens unplanned. It's like when you're driving down the freeway and some barrels fall off a truck in front of you and go through your windshield. What would that be, Drew? <laughs> well, we planned it. Yes, you, you've planned it. All right, Sylvia. Uh-huh. Uh, here's the situation. Yeah, you got this body image thing. So you you don't like walking around naked anymore. Fine. <laughs> also, uh, you do equate uh, sex with uh, the pain of childbirth. Yeah, that's what I think. No, 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 no. no. I would. Something as simple, believe it or not, as going on the birth control pill oftentimes will restore your sexual function entirely. All right, Sylvia, get on the birth control pill, would you? No more kids. Yeah. It's enough of that. (laughs) No more. Is this guy going to marry you? Um... I don't know. I'm well, too young to think about that. No, you're not. You ha- you're old enough to have a baby. Well, we don't even live together. But uh, why not? Why not? You now. You now have a responsibility way above your responsibility for yourself, and that is for this child. Now, why not create a stable environment for it? You've, I don't you've know decided to have. No, you have know. to know. Oh, oh. You have to know. You've decided to have a child, Sylvia. You've got to do something about this. You're going to have a child who is going to be. Crack addict. Yeah, he's going to be unable prostitute. to... Prostitute. Uh, no, I don't want him to. Politician, perhaps. Stuff oh. like this makes me sick. In a worst-case scenario. Uh, Sylvia, huh. does this guy, this boyfriend of yours, he make any money? Yeah, yeah. He works a good job. And, oh, he does. Uh-huh. He's a baby. Okay. And, um, All right. All right. Make sure he takes care of everyone. Okay. All right. All right. No more kids. He needs to, get, he needs to marry you. He does. Well, she's too young to get married, Drew. Please. She's only 19. Come on. She only had one kid, too, so far. That's pretty good. Yeah, only one. We should send something out to her. Right. Jamie, 14. Hi. Hey. Um, uh, okay, I have a question, and it's kind of about my mom. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, okay, I think I'm depressed, but, like, in all the magazines, the symptoms that they have, I have, like, all of them. What magazines? I don't know, like just Teen magazines. Beat, huh? Just like magazines that have like articles in them. Oh, okay. Cosmo. Yeah, but let me explain those magazines. I've I've taken uh, I've tested a few of those, uh, not the depression ones, but I've taken like, are you an alcoholic? And there's like uh, fifteen of them. It's like, uh, have you ever got so drunk you didn't remember what you did the night before? Uh, yeah. Uh, have you ever gotten drunk and done something you uh, regretted? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you find that it loosens you up in social situations? <laughs> okay. Uh, do you find yourself reaching for a beer when uh, you're, you know, one or more of your friends are sitting around watching us? Well, okay. If you answered yes to uh, one or more of these, you are an alcoholic. I'm like, what? I, I, I got 14 out of the 15, except for the one where, you know, did you ever, uh, you know, uh, drink a... Uh, 
tumbler of uh, martinis and uh, you know run over uh, run over kids in a bus that you hijacked. I mean, that was like the only one I said no to. So, Drew, come on. You got massive denial, don't you? Oh, please! I'm not an alcoholic. Okay, Jamie, what can we do for you? Oh, well, okay. My mom like smokes pot and stuff. Right. And could that have anything to do with me being depressed? With your depression? Well, yeah. In, in what sense? You're asking, could the the secondary smoke be? No. N- yeah, that would be no. Oh, okay. okay. But, but that's but, not what she's asking. But having your mom, who's an addict, definitely can predispose to depression. You're, how old's your mom? Fifty. When, fifty. When parents are n- when fifty year olds smoke pot, a lot of the time they're depressed. Well, this is because they've been smoking long enough to, for the drug to make them depressed. But more importantly, if somebody's it's not about my mom. But understand here. Here's where it's a. Here's where it is about your mom. To the extent that your parents are not available to you emotionally, and they are bound up by a drug or preoccupation with a drug or the effects of a drug, they are not genuinely available to you in the way you need them at an important time in your life, and mm-hmm. that predisposes to depression. Okay. Are they Are they bound up? No. No, I didn't think so. There, your mom doesn't uh, sit 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 around and uh, worship a uh, Jimi Hendrix poster with a smoking hookah pipe in the middle of the room the, with the pillows laden all over the place. No. She she goes about her life normally. Uh, pretty normally. She takes care of you. Yeah. What, what do you mean pretty? Brother. What do you mean pretty normally? What well, a- <clears throat> she like always has crushes on guys that like movie stars and stuff, and then she like gets like psychotic about it and. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's she's not, not quite right. That's uh, not Jamie. normal. Okay. Hey, how, does she do any drugs besides pot? No. Does she drink regularly? Alcohol? No. Okay. Really? What? 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 Like what movie stars is she into? Like, have you ever seen The Professional? Yeah. You have? Yeah. Well, the the professional, the hitman guy. Yeah, the guy with the huge bulging eyes and the ten foot nose. Uh huh. All right, she really needs some therapy. That is the <laughs> ugliest man I've ever seen in my life. I know, but a good actor, but uh, ugly sin. This guy. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, Jamie. Listen, here's the truth. Your mom's a little wacky. I know that. You know that. All right. So here's your job. Try not to be influenced too negatively by your mom's wackiness. You sound like you got a pretty good head on your shoulders. You got some tough years ahead of you. Uh, these teen years are a bitch. They really are. I know. But if you can get through them without killing yourself and doing any r- irreparable damage to your brain, like uh, frying it on acid or something, you'll be all right. And soon you'll be out the house in college, and you'll be sitting around with a bunch of other people smoking grass talking about what losers your parents are. Uh-huh. All right. So just uh, get a lot of friends, hang out, get involved with activities, and try not to swing around the nest too much. That's all. That's all I did. I had a crappy family, and the environment was bad. I just went out. And, and I, we've, you and I have talked about this. I mean, I think that's what allows you to allowed you to survive. Yeah. And develop. I mean, you just you found other ways of getting your needs met. Well, I just went over to my friend's house and ate. <laughs> I don't mean just your nutrition. <laughs> oh, okay. Dave, twenty-one. Hey, I have a Boobville question for you. Yes. Have you seen the homepage? Uh, no, I haven't. Yeah, well. I sort of have, briefly. I know a lot of them, but the one, it actually has the own title. It's com. Well, I saw one where they were trying to sell porno movies and stuff. No, this isn't it. Do you know everything? All right, well, movie? hold on a second, Dave. I know this may not be the that one, but if anyone who's listening from that one, who's uh, peddling these big jug videos uh, uh, under my name, I certainly would like, uh, I don't need a piece of the action. I just need some of the porn. 
I was going insane looking at these titles. Please, uh, send them over. Somebody find out what's going on with that and contact me and let me get hold of those. But go ahead, Dave. Have you ever heard the name Danielle Ash? Yes. I'm a big fan of hers. She's the one. This is her homepage. Right. That's the one. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Do you know what that one? Hey, Engineer Mike, do you have that one? I have the address right here. You you. do? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at it. You are. All right, Engineer Mike, uh, punch that up, would you please? I have my own listening room on the boobville.com. Oh, you do? Yeah. They have all the sounds of your voice and stuff. Oh, my God. All right, but you have the... Andrew. No, 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 no. You have the Danny Ash uh, one, Mike? Because she's a favorite of mine. Okay, well, we'll do something with that. Okay. All right, Dave? Yeah. Uh, Let me just read you something, by the way. Okay. Uh, Regarding boobville, uh... I uh, love the show. I listen on uh, WHFS, uh, DC, blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, Boobville needs good television. So I'm proposing Boobville, uh, first, second, or third of our television network. BTV. Right. Uh, I would like to have shows like BBTV. Uh, Boobs Company. Uh, the Boobs Court with Judge Boobner and Busty the Bailiff. Married with Boobs. Uh, Fresh Boob of Bel Air. The, the Boobsons. Boobfeld. Boobs Under Fire. Wait, wait, what show is that? Oh, Grace Under Fire. <laughs> NYPD Boob. Uh, boobs, <laughs> a, show, a show about a bar where everyone knows your name. Uh, My Two Boobs, uh, Boobski and Hutch, uh, The Boob Boat, American Boob Stand, 21 Boob Street, uh, The Boobs of Hazard, Who's the Boob, uh, Booby Bunch, and Booby Days. And uh, uh, game shows, uh, The Boob is Right, uh, Booberty, and uh, Boob of uh, Fortune. Children's lineup, uh, Boobamy Street, Booby, The Purple Dinosaur, Boob Racer, and uh, G.I. Boob. All right, boob track and the boob files for the high sci-fi fans. Sorry. All right, I'm all boobed out. Uh, Engineer Mike, uh, fire that thing up, please. It's on the computer out here? All right, in that case, we're going to break, and I don't know where Kari Wurr is. Not here. All right, F Kari Wurr, and we'll be back. All of my most sensitive areas were inflamed. Really? Loveline will be right back to deal with inflamed sensitive areas. Loot Crate, baby. <laughs> Monthly subscription box. If you're a geek out there, or a gamer, you're into pop culture, you got Loot Crate. Star Wars, Marvel, Walking Dead. Less than 20 bucks a month, six to eight items. All licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, one-of-a-kind stuff, and uh, more. Valued at uh, over 40 bucks each crate. Guaranteed, by the way. It's a nice gift. Subscribe uh, by the 19th, and uh, you can receive uh, your month's crate. That's right. The 19th of the month is when the cutoff happens. Lootcrate.com forward slash ace. Enter the code ace. Save 10% on your new subscription. You got a friend out there that's uh, into the pop culture stuff, the gaming, the Star Wars, whatever it is. Lootcrate.com. Dot com forward slash ace. Hey, this is Greg Fitzsimmons, host of Fitz Dog Radio, right here on Podcast One. Join me, track my rage against middle age, the exploration of what's behind the scenes in Hollywood with guests like John Hamm, Zach Galifianakis, Jimmy Kimmel, Corolla, Hardwick, Rogan, Sarah Silverman, all the big guns. We talk personally in a funny way. Come check it out. Fitzdog Radio on Podcast One.
Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. He's a board-certified physician, an addiction medicine specialist. And uh, Kari Wurr, you'd know her if you saw her, was supposed to be in here uh, tonight. I have no idea where she is. She's coming out in this movie, Anaconda. It's about a giant snake. Finally, Drew. Finally, a, a film company with the guts to make a movie about a giant snake. Should it's be. always... Uh, and let me tell you, here's the story of the giant snake. Kari... Actually, I don't know what it is. I'm just making this up. But I, she mentioned something something about it to me. And the point is, is in all these movies, whenever there's an animal that eats people, they never go looking for the animal. They're always on expedition. They're a biologist uh, looking for a certain strain of plant that's going to cure cancer. And then they run into the giant gator, right. the giant snake. Right. Uh, in King Kong, they were like a petroleum company. They are going to look at the sink a well on some island, and here comes King Kong. <laughs> Here's what I want. When you make a movie about a giant snake, go ahead and make people going out looking for the giant snake, just at the beginning. That's fine. Like Bigfoot. Yeah, don't worry about the mentality of the people that are going in to see the giant snake movie. They'll be fine with the fact that you're going out looking for the giant snake. I don't like when people happen upon giant things. I want them going out looking for them. All right, so Kari probably plays a uh, like botanist uh, with a Ph.D. or something and then probably put her in something tight. And uh, it's, it's movie magic. So maybe she'll be in here, maybe she won't. Fiona Apple will be in here tomorrow night. And uh, we're looking forward to that because uh, she's different, Fiona, but she's... Uh, Excellent guest. Yeah, she's a good guest. A lot of depth of that... Uh, what is she, 19? 19, I think. Laura, 32. Hi. I am calling to get your advice. Um, I work for a management company, and a client of ours came into the office, and I have... I have dated plenty in my life, but this is the first time that I was actually absolutely giddy over somebody, and I have totally lost my cool, and I don't know how far I should go to tell this guy exactly how much I like him. This is, uh, when you say management, you mean like this guy's a celebrity or something? Um, sort of. Uh, he's a producer. Oh, I see. And uh, you're hot for him. I think he's gorgeous. What shows does he work on? Uh, actually, he doesn't work in shows. He works in music. Oh, okay. What what kind of acts does he produce? Um, he won a Grammy for Album of the Year. Really? Yes. Uh, Michael Bolton? <laughs> no, close. Um, Celine Dion. Ah. So, All right. Uh, well, now I know immediately who that is. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you're hot for the guy. Yes. Yeah, why should he be interested in you? Uh, I I don't really know. We've met before. We've talked on the phone a number of times. Uh-huh. He lives on the East Coast, but I'm about to move out there. Well, then there's you... an excuse to, to contact him. Uh, yeah, so yeah. he knows that I'm about to move, you know, that I'm looking to relocate. Now, look, wait, wait, wait. Here's but the deal. If, if you what? make an overture, now correct me if I'm wrong, Adam. Yes. And say, we're just to say, you know, to, as an excuse for calling and say, gee, I, I was looking for just a friendly voice. I'm moving to the area. Can you give me some advice? If he's interested, he will recognize that overture and pursue. Is that, would you say? Absolutely. If you, uh, he will Just, pick the ball up and run with it if he's interested in, you know, trying to bang the ball. 
Yeah, because I have, you know, I have so many of my friends that are saying, oh, you know, just keep calling him, keep calling him, and no, I don't want to do no, that. No, no, l- no. Let me tell you something. Uh, l- Laura. Laura. Uh, I was going to say ladies. Ladies, <laughs> it's really hard to convince a guy to like you. You certainly can have sex with him. <laughs> if you're interested in having sex with him, I guarantee you can have sex with him. But don't assume that's going to. That's go just anywhere. go out and get a few drinks, and you know, start rubbing up against him, and you know, you'll, you'll get it on in like the bathroom or the bar. But that may not be a relationship. <laughs> may not be. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, may, not, may not be. May not, well, okay. for a few minutes anyway. Right. So if that's all you're interested in, or at least that's part of what you're interested in, you could certainly get that often. As yeah. far as uh, a long-term thing, you can't make that happen. Okay. You know, you really can't. Uh, but, but you can't guys open the can door wear door. women down, but women can't wear guys down. See, that's what, and all my girlfriends keep telling me, oh, be more assertive, guys like that. But I don't. Uh, they just want to see you make an ass of yourself. No, <laughs> no, guys like women who are assertive. If they like them. It, yeah. When I, Pamela Anderson is assertive, guys like it. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. It yes. depends who it is. Absolutely. And, and it, it, oftentimes, if a guy is not open to overtures, he's spoken for in some way that that's part of the deal too no i do know that he is available all right you've checked you've pulled this file yes and we we've we've spoken quite a bit okay so well i'm less. just wondering how far to, to go exactly. here's the deal he he mo- he's in on the east coast you move out there you mm-hmm. tell him uh, you don't know the town uh, if he could point you in a few directions a few good restaurants and a dry cleaner if he picks that up and goes yeah well how about uh, friday i'll come by after work and we'll tool then you're in like flint if he says uh go down to the chevron station and grab a local map or uh, over at the ihop uh, the placemats there will have a uh, map of the town then you know it's a niche you can still talk him into sex but you got to involve booze at that point all right derek 25 hey how you doing adam good no, actually, I'm still sick. Uh, Drew, your medication has done nothing but uh, give me I, diarrhea. I knew you were going to say something to that effect. It, it is astonishing to me always that people I give antibiotics to expect that somehow because they're going to take antibiotics that they are going to be instantly cured. I never take antibiotics. I understand that, but, but it, well, if anything, prevent complications or at least save complications. you from complications. What complications? And maybe decrease right, the duration hey, the of the problem. All right, you know? That's yeah. right. will cure everything. All right, Derek. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. All right, my problem is uh, I'm 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 on probation right now, and uh, I I just got word from a buddy that they changed the test, and uh, the, he he said that they're testing him for LSD, and I was under the impression that LSD wasn't excreted from your system at all, that it kind of stayed with you. Uh, both. And it, it is well, it is excreted and it stays with you. What are you on probation for? Um. I was bad. <laughs> What'd you do? I took money from a gas station. With a gun? Oh no, I, I didn't hurt anybody. I just I was I'd been uh, smoking cocaine and, and right. I was, you know, kind of uh, n- not really there. Right. And you needed your drugs, didn't you? Uh, well, it's a long it's a long story. Yeah, but when you when you're when you're smoking crack, you uh-huh. need it. And you'll just do whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll right. become the boldest guy in the world. You, it was you, a little more than that because it never had had come to that point before, you know. And it, it's not like something that I would do even under the influence of any kind of narcotic or anything. You know, it was, it was a I'd, I'd done some I had done things that I really couldn't reconciliate for, and I you know I I wanted to check out. 
So it was it was like more than just needing drugs. All right. But any but anyway, um, so so it is excreted. They can test for it. I, yes. I was under the impression that they couldn't. But only pretty short period of time after you've used. It's only for a short period of time. Yep. Um and the, hey, Derek, haven't you learned your lesson? Well, LSD is a lot different than cocaine. It's not physically addictive. It's something that you know I can do and not. You, you know, do anything mind altering, you're going to get back to your drugs of choice, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Uh, That's the way addiction works. Uh, That's why you can't drink. That's why you can't do other mind altering drugs because it triggers that reward system to activate and it starts driving you back subconsciously towards your drug of choice. You understand, Derek? And listen, I'm tired of paying for guys like you who are being processed through the system. Now you fail your uh, drug test, you you screw your uh, probation, and you're back in the can, and I'm paying for it. Why don't you just straighten up? Believe me, if it was up to me, I'd just put a bullet in everyone's head. Oh, I like to make music, you know, and I need a catalyst. That's my excuse. That's an excuse. That's right. Listen, if you can't summon it up, summon uh, up your creativity when you're not stone, you ain't gonna find it when you're stone. You just think you find it when you're stone. Oh, oh I don't know. Now other people like it. <laughs> it's not just me, you know. Like what? Other people uh, like what? Your music? Other people like my music when I when you know. You don't think you can create when you're not high? I'm, I'm trying, you know. And I I enjoy like altering my states of consciousness just for. Just for, uh, you know, creativity or, or variety or no, whatever. You enjoy it because you enjoy it. And that, yeah, and that, I enjoy and, it more. And yeah. you're an addict, and it's unfortunate, but you are an addict. You can't you can't afford to be doing that because it triggers a disease. And this is just, you, you've already had a ton of things happen to you as a result of it, and they're going to get worse. I mean, you're going to die, ultimately, and that's what's going to happen. Or end up in jail for a long period of time. It's sad. All right, so quit trying to look for ways around it, Derek. Why don't you just try to uh, deal with it head on? Get sober. I wonder what what he's escaping that he has to be altered. That's so much so much more pleasurable to be away from his feelings. You know. Uh, uh, Rob, seventeen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, all right. Um. What is this Barry White? Yeah, no, I just got a deep voice. Sorry. Okay. I changed that though, if I could. But, um. Oh, the problem I'm having is that uh. It seems like almost all my life, or ever since I can remember, like in girls and all that, I've always singled out one girl, one single girl, and always had a big crush on her. And every once in a while, I'd be able to pick her up or whatever. And then I kind of just get rid of them and then focus on one more person. Yeah. And then the girls that do like me, that I really do have a chance with, it just seems like I always dumped them off. It's just. Right. I just can't commit to a single person. I just want one person. Yeah. And then after a little while, I focus on someone else, whether it's at work or school or whatever. Yeah. yeah you're 17. It's a, it's a common syndrome. It's yeah. called being immature. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, listen, that's all I ever did either. So It's been like that ever since I was like ever since I, 12, maybe. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're 17. You probably got another five, eight years of this, and then you'll kind of settle in. Just realize that uh, it. Some of it is that it's it's you don't have to be vulnerable. You never have to have a relationship. If you keep choosing people with whom you can't have a relationship, you never have one. It's very safe. Uh, but, That's part uh, of it. That's part of it. It seems like one girl is like two years ago when I was fifteen that I really did like, and everything worked out there. She turned out to be like that was like the worst experience because it was my first real serious girlfriend, and 
she ended up well, I ended up having sex with her and all that. She ended up getting pregnant and having an abortion by the end of that summer. And it seems like that was the first real thing I wanted to get into and when I got into it, it was like totally crashed down. What what do you mean crashed down? It's just like the way she was. She would tell me one thing and then a week later and hear something else and then Well that that's more a function of the kind of person you choose to get involved with than the fact that you were emotionally involved. Again, that's immaturity too. I mean, you learn learn about who is and is not a genuine target or somebody you can be actually available to and who will have a right. this Here, here's, relationship. Here's with the you. truth, uh, Rob. Seventeen. Do you want to uh, bet on Rob? We could. All right. Uh, don't dissect things too greatly at seventeen. You kind of are what you are. It'll work out as things go on. You want to gamble on Rob? Sums up with Rob. I mean, All right, it's a Rob, little more than usual. All right, Rob. Yeah. We're going to put you on hold. Okay. We're going to gamble on you. All right. All right. We got to go to break, but you sit there and uh, sift through the wreckage of your past, and Drew and I will be gambling on that, and that'll be forthcoming. Meanwhile, as the faceless evil closes in on the hapless sleeping populace across town in a shanty one bedroom, an old woman feeds her parakeet. Come on, Chirpy, have some cheese. You love cheese. Since when are you afraid of cheese? Love line will be right back. Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Last month, over 45,000 cars were sold by the True Car Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,046 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three steps. Go to TrueCar.com. Find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see the upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And the third step is simple. Just print out your True Car savings certificate and take it to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save time. Save money and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. All right. Uh, Fiona Apple tomorrow night. Uh, everyone tonight, uh, myself and Dr. Drew. Kari were is uh, Kari went. Uh, I have no idea where she is. Kari uh, was. Kari was. Thank you, Drew. Wasn't. Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. All right. When we left off, we wanted to do a little gambling on Rob. Oh, yeah. Rob 17. Rob's situation is, is uh, he pursues women that uh, are sort of unaccessible to him or unobtainable to him. And and then if he does get them, he's not interested in them anymore. Or it's somebody who is unable to have a a stable relationship. It's a chaotic person. All right. So go ahead, Adam. What do you say? Uh, I'm going with uh, issues uh, with mom. God damn it. I only got five bucks. I'll give you a change if you win. All right. Uh, I win, rather. Yeah. Issues with mom. Uh, uh, unavailable uh, mom. All right. 
All right, that's what I, I would say. Probably, probably, pretty good parents, but divorced, and uh, really freaked him out at some point, like around eight, nine, eight to ten, eight to ten. Yeah. All right, youngish divorce. Not youngish, mi- middle. Middle. Yeah. Rob. Yeah. All right. What's the situation? Uh, you guys are c- kind of right, but you got a little things backwards. I think that one thing that happened was a couple years ago. Um, I'm just nervous. That's why my voice is so deep, but uh, that's all right. My grandparents and I were really, really close to, and um, my grandpa shot himself and shot my grandma, and it was just losing them. And with my mom, you're kind of right, but you're right towards my dad, though, because my dad's always been here. My mom and dad aren't divorced, and uh, me and my dad have never really, really been that close. When did uh, when did you folks get divorced? They never did get divorced. Oh, they never did. No, they still live together. They didn't get divorced. Uh huh. But we, we, it's just, I'm kind of distant from my dad, and he's here like every day. Right, but, but I want to come home from work or whatever. What I, I was picking it. up on is that you sound like reasonably well put together emotionally, but something happened. Your and grand, the, your grandfather killed your grandmother and then killed himself. Yeah, they were married for thirty years, wow. and uh, he did it in front of my uncle, or not my uncle, but my cousin, and my brother. Wow. In front of two people? Yeah, it was, uh, my brother at the time was, uh, I think 15, and my cousin was 12. Oh, oh my God. What? And what I was, was supposed to, the thing is there, though, I was supposed to be there. And my mom was, my mom was going to let me spend a night. My brother stayed there. Thank God you did. I was supposed to go get my clothes, and I didn't want to stay there. I wanted to go with my mom to get my clothes. And I just remember sitting there, and my brother called, and uh, that's when everything happened. And I just, it oh. was... So this, you're still coming out of this. What was up with your grandpa? Did he have a tumor or something? He was, uh, they was kind of on and off. They was like, they was married for like, I want to say 40 years. It might have been that long, 40 or 30, somewhere around there. And for the last 20, I don't think they ever slept in the same bed. He would kick her out. My grandpa, I remember, used to sleep over here some nights. Did he drink? Yeah, occasionally. Yeah. Sounds like something you do when you're loaded. All right, so you're traumatized. Uh, You will get over it you will work out your relationships uh you know what's going on hey the the mere fact that the guy asked a few questions at 17 yeah 17 i wasn't you know you weren't I'm, aware that you were screwed up no i was like rummaging through my neighbor's trash cans looking for a penthouse that may have been discarded i, I wasn't quite i didn't have any questions about relationships right. i mean he sounds he, sound, he doesn't give you that feeling you know that, that's that's what well, that, that is a that is a just a lovely sound adam thank you thank you for well, not doing that during the break yeah if you've got me something that would cure oh, please me. give me a break please uh, come on fact is though you know people <laughs> who really have issues you get that 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 chaos feeling that projected on at least i absorb that yeah and he didn't have that he just found sounded confused and, and lost and he's finding his way out so all right uh brian 18 Oh, hey, man, you guys are awesome. Hey, you rock, dude. Um, I have a question for Drew, and I have a couple for you, too. All right. Um, I've been listening for like a year. Uh, you guys are awesome. Um, I have been biting my nails for like 10 years, and I'm, I want to know how I could get hepatitis C or how to get any hepatitis. Could I have it, and like, how do I get tested for it? From biting yourself? Yeah, I bite my nails. You're not gonna. You don't give it to yourself. Oh yeah, but I mean, can you get it from like touching things and picking like mm, stuff up? And if you're having open sores in your fingertips, is that what you're asking? Yeah, me? Well, yeah. I have my fingers bleed all the time from biting my. I bite my. That's, skin. It's not going to happen that way. You not, bite not your hep- skin. Not hepatitis C. Certainly, right. hepatitis B. I, I. You know, there's a, a 
somewhat of, an, of a risk, I suppose, but it really just doesn't happen that way. Because my mom always bugs me about stopping, and I was just wondering. You, you bite yourself. Oh, yeah. You need like a flea dip. Oh, I, I tried, uh, what is it? It's like that Tabasco stuff. I tried right. that, and well, it didn't work. I yeah, got they, to it. They have like apple bitters or something. Yeah. They, yeah, they use it on dogs. You, you know what? Uh, Brian needs one of those big uh, collars around his head. Just like mitts, mitts on his hands. All right. What's up with you, Brian, with the with the gnawing? I don't know. Do you, I, hit, pull, I have like, I guess I'm like... Um, pull your hair out? Yeah, I used to when I was little. Yeah. I, I had a big what, bald spot on my head. Why don't you get treated for this? I mean, Oh, I, I did. when I, I was on Amipramine yeah. for like... Um, for like six years. Well, there's a lot of other medication now that, that is probably more effective than imiprimine for this particular disorder. So I, oh, well, I wasn't yeah. sure if I really wanted to. Well, it's, be on you know, any the, 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 the hair pulling thing is tri- called trichotillomania. Oh, yeah, I know. And the, the, the whole thing is part of, in your situation, it sounds like what's part of a, a more general obsessive compulsive disorder. And these days, even things like just clonidine they'll use sometimes for these sorts of behaviors. There's lots of different options now, lots of them. Okay. And, uh, you know, imiprimine is. I really is is barely even on the on the menu right now. Okay, so there might be other more effective things for you out there. Okay, and then um, for Adam, uh, don't hang up on me. Uh. Uh, <laughs> um, when Kennedy was on, yeah. you guys were talking about um, Grandpa Munster. Yeah. <laughs> what what was up with that? What what did you do? <laughs> when were we talking about that? And when Kennedy was on, a long time ago. All right. Yeah, I knew him uh, growing up. Oh, really? The uh, the Lewis uh, family. He was quite a colorful fellow. Yeah, there wasn't any weird story. Yes. No, he's just a, he's just kind of an a-hole. What else, though, Brian? We had a couple questions for you. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. What was the other thing, Brian? Yeah, hey, man, don't hang up on me. All right. Stop biting yourself, and I won't yeah. hang up on you. Yeah, I'm lucky I, have, I'm lucky I still have fingers left after being on hold for like an hour. Right. Oh. Anyway, um, <laughs> I wish I could bite my nails. I, I'm like Howard Hughes. They get real long, and I don't want to cut them. They get a bunch of grease under them. Yeah. All right, what's going on? Okay, and then I just like I just want to say that uh, you guys ought to have Bobcat back on. He was awesome. Yeah, we should. Yeah, you guys need to have him. He ought to guest host instead of that Chris Harbour guy. <laughs> Chris is cool, but he he's like totally like... Just ignores Drew whenever you guys have guests on. <laughs> he did. I felt so bad for Drew. Oh, it's all right. Uh, Drew's fine. When you guys had like, I can't remember what kind of what band you had on, but he was just like totally going off on, on with the band, and that's all right. Chris, had, like Chris, one call for Drew. That's all right. Chris is a good guy. All right, uh, I will get Bobcat uh, back on the show. I'll have to call him. I, I don't know where he is. I don't know if he's in town or where he is. But he listens to the show. So Bobcat, if you're listening, uh, we want you back on the show. Shannon, nineteen. How you? How you doing, guys? Hey, uh, Shane. Um, oh, Shane. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, a few years ago, I uh, became friends with this girl over summer vacation, and uh, we didn't live near each other, but we've uh, been riding each other for the last few years, and and she's become a, she's become my best friend, and uh, I know she cares about me a lot, and I care about her, but um, my problem is that I'm in love with her. Does she know and, that? Pardon? Does she know that? No, she doesn't, and uh, that's that's my problem. Um, I'm committed to loving her for the rest of my life, and I just, I don't know if I should uh, break all this to her gradually or if I should uh, propose to her all at once. How old, uh, is, she? How old is she? She's 19. 14. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Shane. Yeah. We're, by the way, not too hip on 19-year-old marriages. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, he's committed to loving her uh, for the rest of his life or... At least till summer. At least until he <laughs> finishes up his junior college door. Uh, actually, uh, I'm in a four-year college. Oh, you are? Yeah. What? What? Which one? It's the University of Chicago. Wow. Well, it's very prestigious. I know. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an alumni. Yeah. <laughs> of what? 
of the uh, barber school that's right. in the back. Yes. All right. Hey, Shane. Yeah. Let me talk to this woman. Uh, she's in China right now. She's in China. Yeah. What is she doing in China? She's studying there. I think you ought to you ought to break it to her slowly. Okay. And uh, to the ex- I mean, she needs to know what your feelings are and give her an opportunity to sort of respond. If you want to blow her away with them all at once. Um, well. I don't, I don't know if I should like try to maybe romance her or hey, you, one thing about wait a minute. Well, let me let me just ask this. I may miss this part. Do you have a relationship with her? Yeah, she's my best friend. Oh, your best friend. Is she, are, no, yeah, never are, anything yeah. physical with her. No, is Shane in the friend category? Is the question? Here. How did you become friends with her? Because you liked her and buddied up next to her, but didn't have the wavos to make a move. No, no. Uh, I met met her during the summer, and she kind of, I guess, reached out to me. And we just became friends after that. Uh, but you never made your move. No, uh, we didn't live near each other. We just been what responding by letters. What does "reached out" mean? Uh, I guess I was kind of shy back then, and she just—I don't know. Well, how'd you meet her? We were at a summer program. What program? <laughs> For math and science. For math and science. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, and uh, she's in, uh, is she Chinese? Yeah. Oh, she is? Yeah. All right. And uh, her her folks are over there? No, they're, they're in the United States. Okay. All right. Now, when's she coming back? In the summer. Are, are you Chinese? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, you guys will, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I give this my blessing. You'll have a, a big well, litter he, of mathematicians. He, here's the other thing is that... Um, Shane is obviously somebody who's capable of what you might call delayed gratification. He, he yeah. can plan a marriage five years from now and actually carry it out. I'd go more delusion than I would uh, no, no, gratification, no. but all right. But and, and, prob- and probably she is very similar. And uh, you know, uh, they don't sound like the most emotionally um, impulsive people. And so there might be maybe she. Is, all right, I give it my man. blessing. She's not working at a brothel over there, is she? No. Okay. All right. Well, when she comes back, uh, yeah, but here's the deal. Um, Put it on in a few coats. You know what I mean? Don't take the bucket of paint and throw the whole thing against the wall. Put on one coat, let it dry, let it cure, let her live with that a little, and then you put your second coat on. Eventually, you end up laying it on just as thick. You just don't do it all in one day. It looks better. And it looks better. And Drew, sell the hell out of the next call. Uh, We're going to talk to Nicole, who is having the first day of her first period of her life. Oh, all right. Get a candle. The voices are trying to throw me off while they're tr- while I'm trying to concentrate on this. Okay, you're safe. Thank you. Love line will be right back. Blinds galore, baby. Just sitting in my edit bay, drawing those blinds, opening those blinds. It's nice about the blinds, the little chain on it, the vertical. You dial it in. Close them completely, screen the movie. Open them all the way, a little too much sun. Just dial it in so it's just right. Blindsgalore.com. Quality, custom-built blinds and shades made just for you. We use them here. You should use them in your home, your office. It, oh, the heat, the reduction of the heat. I mean, when you during the summer, when the shafts of light are just coming through, bleaching everything, blasting everything, Screwing up everything. You see the carpet and the sofas and all the materials being all bleached out by the sun. Well, just think about what you'll save in air conditioning and fans and electricity. 
It is huge. Cooling down the house. Huge. Blinds galore. Really does have blinds galore. Go to blindsgalore.com. Let them know I sent you. These guys have tons of experience. Do it right. Do it online. Blindsgalore.com. All right, uh, this is Loveline. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. The little wonder, Fiona Apple, will be joining us tomorrow night. And we will be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. All right, here we go. 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. And as promised, we're going to speak to uh, Nicole. She's 15. Nicole. Yes. Hey. Hi. Hi. Adam. Yes. Those people who were putting you down earlier, forget yeah. them. You're the best. No, I can't get them out of my head. <laughs> well, don't worry about them. All right, thank you. Okay, um, I called when you had John Stewart on, and... um. I let you know that I was 15. I hadn't got my period yet. Right. I remember this. This is kind of weird because uh, during the break, I thought about the Jon Stewart show. Really? I don't know why. That is very weird. He came in on a Sunday night, and it's a Sunday, and I don't know why, but I was thinking about the Jon Stewart show. Ah, it seems like only yesterday. All right. So, uh, Nicole, you've, you've had your period now. I believe so, yeah. And we, and we were talking about whether or not it was just delayed puberty or not. And we, if I remember, I, I, we had concluded that it probably was, that you would eventually have it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And well, you I... did. And what I think I told you was that the later the onset of puberty... The longer you live. Right. Yeah. That's just one of the associations that are out there. Unless so. uh, you get caught by some stray bullet from some uh, gang assault gone wrong. <laughs> the period will not protect you from that. You doing Okay. Yeah, I got really embarrassed after I called all my friends from school heard. Oh, no. Well, that's good. No. no I'm glad they listened. Where are you calling from? Um, Maryland, D.C. area. Wow. All right. Well, I'm glad all your friends listened. Uh, so you've had your first, and everything's fine. Yeah, I just um, don't know what to do about it. I mean, never. All right, Drew, what does she need to do? Talk to your mom. Can you I do that? Did. Well, I mean, I got it just like a couple hours ago, and I talked to my mom, and she was like, oh, I'll just get a pad. I'm like, well, okay, whatever. Um, What kind of pad did she get you? Like a Tampax? I don't know. She she just said, go try and find one. She, go try and find one. Not her time. And, uh, oh, Mom, God. What's <laughs> up with Mom? Where's Mom? Do you have an older sister? Yeah, where's Mom? Let's talk to her. She's the one needs some talking to. Oh, no. My mom's asleep. She would kill me if she knew I was on the phone. How about you? You have an older sister or anything? My sisters are six. Six. Uh, do you have a gay brother? Yeah. Why? No. Why? No. I don't know. Uh, a little comedy. Uh, well, I mean, it's not bad. She was just tired. and. Uh, well, look. You, uh, listen, you're never too tired for your girl's first period. Yeah, I would think a little bit of talking to and sensitivity and the compassion would be a good thing right now. I would go back and give her a chance to talk to you when she's not tired. And and don't try to use a tampon right off the top here. Oh, you don't? No. Use a pad. Use a pad. When does the tampon, when when do you work the tampon? Is there some sort of training course? Do you have to be certified? Mm. How does that work? No, but I, I would think she'd want to 
talk with it or somebody about it first. Is she liable to put it in her butt? No, it's, it's uncomfortable, and she needs a little bit of needs to work it out. Yeah. What do you mean encouragement? True. Stop being so squeamish, please. And we're talking about a uh, physiological event here. Please, uh, be it, professional. It can, it can be uncomfortable, and it, it, and it can sometimes not work, and it's sometimes difficult to position. All right, so one should use the pad. Yes. Well, why doesn't one use the pad all what. the I'll, time? I'll tell you what. Why don't we have, Nicole, why don't you keep listening? Let's have some young ladies call in and talk about their first experience. Anne, can you help us out here a little bit? We're, we're talking to Nicole about <laughs> Wait a minute. Her. I'm not we're, sure. I'm you know, we're s- actually talking about the same thing when we started our period, and and how traumatizing it was. I remember sitting there and crying in the bathroom because I didn't want it. I felt like, oh my god, now I'm grown up. I just I hated it. And there's no more weeping in the bathroom, by the way, with uh, producer Anne. It's all uh, moans of ecstasy now. The well, crying has been replaced. What's that, Nicole? When I found when I when I when I came out of the bathroom, I I started crying. My dad yeah. was like, "What's wrong?" And he was the first person I talked to. So, well, that's right. good. But what, how, how would you suggest she go about the the hygienic aspects of all this? Excuse me, I'm sorry. Oh, Anne's going to give you some advice. Oh, okay. Uh, what do you mean? Tampon versus pad. How to? How well, I, mean, I didn't things. use a tampon. I'll take the pad every I time. I lost yeah, ta- my virginity. Right, tampon usually is much later. Right. Yeah, I mean, I just used a pad. And, I mean, those are very simple. There's plenty to choose from. You just go to the store and get one. Make sure you change it Like regularly. a legal size or a notebook? Okay. Adam, a little shut patty. Up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I use the peachy folder. All right, Nicole. Yeah. Use the pad. Yeah, definitely listen, use listen the pad. Now. Especially now, you'll feel much more comfortable putting in. A lot of women have a hard time putting in a tampon for the first time. Yeah, too. that's that's right. That, you know, that's usually much... it feels uncomfortable and See? yeah, just stay Even with the she, pad. She sounds just like me, right? You're it's like, hard. Excuse her being squeamish. Yeah, <laughs> that's a compliment. No, it's true. It's no, that's the way true. I was. That's the way I was talking oh, about yeah. it too. And Adam attacked me. So. It, well, the pad it, is just so much. It's simple. It's hard to know? screw that up. Yeah. Do they have, uh, as far as the pad goes, is there like a this side up on it? or Adam, or? it's pretty, there's adhesive on one side and there's just, you know. W- wings on one what side. What do you use the adhesive yeah. for? To stick to your panties? Yeah, so it doesn't move. Okay. And, uh, and well, why did, now, you knew and, that. And there's all kinds of different thickness. I mean, some women, you know, don't want a real thick one. And, I mean, depending on how much you're going to, you bleed. All right. <laughs> I don't mean to get graphic. But let me ask this. Uh, Nicole was uh, 15. It's Nicole, we don't talk about this more, though, frankly, because it is a traumatizing thing for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why is it? Yeah, but I, why is it? I mean, Nicole's 15. Nicole knew that her period was coming. She because called and said it was change. late. it's a major change. It's a major change it's, in It's your a life. symbolic transition. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, definitely. One thing to know it's coming. It's, it's like any other so it's not transition. necessarily tears of pain or agony but it's sort of you're, like why you cried a wedding right you're leaving something behind you mean yeah i that's why i was why is mike laughing at you i don't know why he's cry- i don't know why he's laughing it's a sinister laugh diabolical mike laugh your background. job is to pull up porn from the internet please <laughs> not not comment no commentary on the show with your laughter all right so i am but you're fine now I'm doing okay. Okay. <laughs> it's been a while. Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, but you, you guys, uh, Lisa and Sherry, you guys haven't started syncing up your periods or anything, have you? Doing what? Oh, no, syncing up. No, we're not in sync. No, because no. uh, Engineer uh, Mike and myself masturbate at the same time after a year of working together. Mm. Ryan, 22. Yeah, hands impressed. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Good. Uh, question. Are uh, you talking to, I guess it was Sylvia earlier today, uh, about uh, losing her sex drive after her pregnancy. Right. Uh, my wife is experiencing that. Like we said, it's a very common thing. Right. Uh, I was just wondering, uh, do pheromones work to uh, help rectify that? No. 
No. Because you can't, you can't get pheromones <laughs> available. Well, no, they have these new colognes. There's pheromones. Oh, please, is, please, is, please. These, are, these are major physiologic changes in the human body. Let me they, explain. They require pharmacology to be fought. Let so. me explain. Well, pheromones are pharmacology. No, Let me no. explain what pheromones are. It's a scent yeah. that people react to in an, yes. an innate way. Yeah, but they are. They are nobody is actually... They've done some tests. Yes, but nobody's actually bottled pheromones. Okay? Well, they claim they have, yes. Right. There are these companies out yeah, there that claim right. they have these colognes uh, okay. that will, like, force people biologically against their will yes. to have sex with uh, you. Okay. Well, if the pheromones don't work, uh, I mean, I tell her she's sexy. You know, I try and tell her that she's loved and everything, but it just doesn't work. Is there anything that I can do? Um, yeah, listen closer to this show because I was very explicit about what needs to be done. They need, oh, I was in my car. I okay, just pulled out. You need to be on the oral is A simple solution that often works is for her to talk to a gynecologist and go on the oral contraceptive pill. Right. That often takes care of it. There's, there, there are testosterone creams. Can be, there are all kinds of things that can be done. All kinds of hormonal change, manipulations can be, can be um, used if, if one isn't effective. So there's plenty to be done. Yeah. Okay? All right. All right. Uh, Ryan. Yeah. When's the last time you had some? <laughs> My wife moved about a week ago, but it was about, I guess, three Mo- weeks before that. Moved? I'm hurting. Moved? Pardon? Where'd she move? Oh, back home. I'm in the military, so. Oh, oh okay. Uh. All right. Uh, when are you getting out? Um, 99. All right. What'd you do? Sign up again? <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh, please. All right. Uh, but you're learning a, a skill, are you? Uh, actually, I'm a military police. Okay, MP. Yeah. All right. Listen, easy on the food. You know, we're paying for that. Absolutely. All right. The food. Yeah, you know, these military places, they have these uh, chow lines. You know, the guy's just slopping on. You know what I mean? They just keep piling it on. They have a few bites of jello and a little cramp on a shingle and a little veggie, and then they throw it all away. <laughs> I'm paying for that. Let's see, let's, You've become uh, quite the civic-minded oh, yes. taxpayer ever yes, since you started I'm, uh, actually paying taxes. I'm the Ralph uh, Nader of, uh, of, of uh, talk radio. Oh, for Christ's All right, and let me explain uh, the female. Female's like a tide pool. Oh, wait. Especially the vagina. Drum roll, please. There the female vagina is like a tide pool. Right. Uh, the female, uh, just all that biological stuff. Mm. You come in there and you dump a can of 30 weight in there, like, uh, and, and that would be akin to having the children and releasing all these new hormones and whatnot into the, into the ecosystem. Uh, it's going to throw things off. For a while, certainly. Things are not going to be right. You so you got to get a guy in there with some test tubes and a few samples and dump a little this and a little diatomaceous earth and some chlorine and get things straightened out again so that the uh, uh, crabs can uh, uh, prosper. Okay. All right? Yeah. Thank you. Bud, 20. Uh, yeah, my question is for Adam. Oh, really? Uh, okay, like the other day, like last week, you said that... Uh, why the, or you were asking the question, why the government won't legalize marijuana? Yeah. Uh, I think the reason why is because it's an alternative to alcohol. So, like, there wouldn't be as much money for, you know, the government for drunk driving and that kind of, sort of thing, you know? Uh, you know. No. But listen, bud, here's my take on this. I would like to believe that the government was uh, together enough to have a lot of, like, evil agendas. But the the reality is, is... You know, they pay $700 for a toilet seat, and they can't figure out who's where and where the money is and why they're building a huge airport in the middle of nowhere. They're really pretty scattered and pretty screwed up. Uh, This, by the way, you know, I I, I would make this same argument for those who'd say, well, the uh, LAPD was trying to frame O.J., 
It's like, wait a minute. You got a bunch of guys who screwed up in in the lab, and they did this and they did that, but uh-huh. you couldn't get them all together to fi- you know to get on the same page to figure out how to frame it. But don't you think so, that that could be a reason why they? No, I'll, I'll tell they... you that. I'll tell you what's going on with the government. Okay. The government does what they perceive uh, the people want to hear. Not necessarily what the people want, but their job is the government. And you take a look at, uh, you know, the president. I don't care if it's a dictatorship or democracy. They get up there and start talking about stuff that's going to sound good. I want to be hard on crime. I want education. I want to clean up the streets. You know, they're really worried about what sounds good rather than what really is going to work. And here's the reality. Saying, uh... Hey, uh, I want abortion to be legal for 13-year-olds. Uh, I want uh, RU486, the uh, spontaneous abortion pill, to be on the nightstand of every... Uh, I think uh, if people want to smoke marijuana, they should smoke... That kind of stuff does not get you reelected at all, whatsoever. Even if it works, it doesn't get you reelected. But I was thinking about this. On Friday, I was watching that 2020. Mm. That's what I do on Friday nights. I sit home and I watch those news programs and I get outraged. They had some poor black woman who was, like, from the inner city, and she got popped at 17. And because of mandatory sentencing, that's the rules where instead of a judge, you know, having it put to his own discretion as to what should happen, weighing the facts and the histories and criminal records and that, they have mandatory sentencing. It's like you sell this much uh, coke, you're in for this long. This chick was 17, had a kid, never in any kind of trouble, uh, got her parents dumped her left her she had to hook up with her uncle her her uncle pardon me her uncle was a uh, like crack dealer and forced her to sell it she got popped and had to do 15 years mandatory that's it 15 so we have this female who's a non-threat to society who's behind bars for mandatory 15 years meanwhile these guys who they popped for all these ak-47s who did this big north hollywood hall they, they could only hold them for three months, and then they gave them most of their crap back. Oh, is that right? I oh, didn't... yes. Oh, wait a minute. Before you leave, uh, here's a banana clip with uh, 150 rounds. Uh, um, oh, don't forget the police scanner. Oh, and here's your mask, and uh, here's your armor-piercing bullets. Uh, uh, good luck. We're sorry for the inconvenience. Oh. This is recoculous. And here's what I was thinking about, too. And I know it's a, like a, a no-duh kind of thing, but think about it. The girl who was selling crack was selling it to somebody who wanted to buy crack. Right, right. I mean, think about that. They're always talking about the insidious nature of these crack dealers. They're coming in. They're ruining your lives. They're coming into your neighborhoods and corrupting your kids. But think about it. The crack crack dealer, I mean, hell, the Jehovah's Witness are worse than the crack dealers. They go door to door and try to force you into their religion. Crack dealers just sit at the park. You come to them. Do you understand that, government powers that be? You are coming to them. That is not a crime. When I go to somebody and I say, I'd like sex, and they say, that's fine, it'll be $50, that is between me and the person I'm having sex with. And when I go to somebody and say, I'd like to buy a marijuana joint, and they say, here you are, it's $10, that's, that is a victimless crime. That is between the two parties. Please. And here's my other thought. What if they do? I was thinking about this when I was driving in. What if we stomped out 
drugs completely. What if they were successful, which they'll never be? They'll never be successful. Do you hear me? Never. Never. It is a mathematical impossibility that they are going to stop drugs from coming into this country or from people getting drugs. But let's just say they did. Let's say all the goddamn taxpayer money they wasted with the DA and the agents and the Border Patrol and the helicopter with the night vision. Let's say they stopped every ounce of drugs coming into this country. People would find a way to get aft up. they just start drinking more. Yeah. they just go That's out in true. the backyard and they start crushing up cockroaches and smoke those. That's true. If you want to get aft up, you're going to get aft up. That's true. Oh, out of out of crack, a uh, copier toner. Yep. Let's bring but, it on. But, well, I wanted to get high on crack, but now i got to dr- drink a 12-pack instead. But as instead. you know, if people could, could uh, <laughs> modulate their own emotional worlds more effectively, a, a, e.g. were parented better. Right. And weren't having kids when they were 15. That's where the government has to look. That is my argument. What if you got rid of every ounce of illicit drugs, pot, crack, heroin? Hand, what if you got rid of every ounce of it in this country? What if you got rid of every teen pregnancy? All right. You know I'm on board there, but I'm just saying, if you got rid of every single drug in this country, yeah. the people that wanted to get effed up would just bang their head against yeah. the wall until right. they were dizzy enough. They right. would hyperventilate. they smell gasoline. They would sniff gasoline. Right. right. That's, yeah. Just That's start drinking more. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. So what's that do? Nothing. You have to work on why people are doing it, you idiots, instead of building more prisons and beefing up the, the border. And they know it doesn't work. It's just a campaign. For stupid people. All right? Good. Reelect everybody. Keith, 20. Yes, hello, Adam. Hi, Drew. Keith. Hey. Um, I've got a question. I have a buddy, and he's like a chronic masturbator. Ah, from the sublime to the ridiculous. Yeah. Like ridiculous. Pornography, too. No, yeah, nothing wrong with that. And I, well, I don't know. It's getting pretty bad. He's like skipping classes and stuff. He stays home. How do you know he's doing all this? He, he admits it. We catch him doing it. Is he depressed or anything? I mean, is this is this in response to something or to cover something? I I don't I don't know. I mean, he has spent hundreds of dollars on like phone sex. Now, why is this your issue? Well, he could, one, he's my buddy, and two, we're living in the dorms this year, but next year we're going to live in a house together, and I don't want this kid, you know, spanking it all over the house. No, come on. But well, uh, he hasn't he hasn't affected you in any way yet, has he? But he, he's just kind of weird. I'm worried. Actually, I'm worried about him. Like. Turning it all crazy or something. All right. You know, like Pee Wee Herman or something, you know. All right. Movie well, the, the, but your sense is... Oh, hey, well, wait a minute. Yes, yeah, so thank God they had uh, undercover cops uh, hiding out in this Florida porn theater so they could bust the uh, guys who were masturbating in a porn theater. Well, yes, this is where this is where the money should be spent. Uh, they're, the, those men who uh, busted Pee Wee Herman in that porn theater, yeah. uh, heroes. Uh, how courageous can you get, Drew? Well, we need more men. We need more stakeouts of porn theaters and uh, less worry about guys with AK-47s. That's what we need in this country. Okay. Stuff that affects you and me directly, like guys masturbating in a porn theater, which uh, is an affront to all of us, Drew. Uh, they endanger your family when they do that. The guys with the AK-47s that are spraying neighborhoods during working hours, uh, this I could get around. Yes, Keith. Uh, okay, but see, the thing is... All right, I mean, you have a sense that there's something more than... There's something going on with him. It's getting to the point where he's skipping classes. Yeah, yeah, he's getting... He's, he's spending money. He's, he's having he's having an effect from this, this compulsive behavior. Yeah, and, and um, a couple of days ago, we caught him downloading, like, teen sex on, on the Internet. All right, all right. Really? Well, what was the number for that? Oh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Oh. Uh, 
So, but I'm just wondering if he's going to grow up and have like abnormal relations. He's never like had a girlfriend. I don't think either. He's well, a- look, something is up with him. Something's you know, up. Whether or not it's something you need to get involved with is a whole. Uh, other but here's issue. the deal: don't harp on the porn. You know, you, you know what I mean. I mean, you, you can sort of push him in various directions. I mean, there's something called SA, Sexaholics Anonymous, that, that's uh, for sexual compulsive. Should I use my F and A uh, joke? There, there is certainly, you know, get him. You, you guys go to school together. Yeah, he, I mean, he's one of my buddies. You know, get him over the student uh, student health. I'm sure there's a mental health service wherever you're going to school, and, and get get him to mobilize and get some help for himself if, uh. if this is beginning to preoccupy him and have an effect. And I, again, your sense is that there's something more going on here than just this particular activity. Oh, I hate when porn gets a bad rap. This what's what's F and A? You know, there's AA, right? Yeah. There's CA. Uh. I can't say the whole word, but F and A. Okay. All right? Uh. All right. Uh, listen, but here's the deal. This has just manifested itself in the porn business, in the mas- masturbatory habits. What I'm saying is Keith's friend is a compulsive guy. Right. He would latch on to something and uh, go nuts with it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of course he would. Yeah. So stop worrying about the porn so much and start looking into his compulsive behavior. Right. You, you know what I mean? Right. It, you, it's like you're arguing over the jugs issue, and that's not the issue. Right. The issue is the fact that this guy's compulsive, and even if you hid every uh, ounce of porn that he had in his house, he would just direct that compulsive nature somewhere else. Yeah. All right. We'll be back. I don't think they're aware of how much they suck. Hey, that's not very nice. You kiss my mother with that mouth. I mean, your mother. Love line. I'll be right back. Hey, I want to take a minute to bring up Amazon, who has been a great supporter of Loveline, our podcast, and uh, which used to be behind a paywall, and now we have sponsors, and the way we were able to remove that paywall was with those sponsors, and now with Amazon click-throughs. Amazon gives Loveline a small commission each and every time you buy something with our affiliate program, provide you click-through on the Amazon banner on our website. Buy exactly what your loved ones want and have it shipped directly to your home. No hassle, no stress, no lines. Just go to Podcast One. Go to the Loveline landing page. Click the Amazon banner or go to lovelineshow.com and click on the Amazon banner there. Everything you purchase from that link will help keep the wind and the sail of this production and this podcast. Both Loveline and Mike and Drew and everything in Podcast One needs a taste to stay afloat. Keep the podcast free. If you bookmark the page, you'll be able to skip the stages and support the podcast by buying what you are already planning on purchasing. So go ahead and bookmark the page right through that banner. But right now, back to the show. All right. Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Uh, Fiona Apple tomorrow night. Uh, tonight... Kari were was supposed to be in here. Uh, Kari had some difficulty, and uh, we have her on the line, though. So uh, we're going to talk to a uh, apologetic Kari were. Kari? Hello. Is this Dr. Drew? A- and Adam. We're hi, both here. Hi. My name is Kari. I'm 29, and I've got a problem. <laughs> I can't seem to remember anything. Oh. What happened, baby? I just, um, nothing. My husband's band played last night. Uh-huh. And we went to see them play, and and we didn't get home till like five in the morning. So I just spent the whole day like in my jammies. Uh-huh. I just totally forgot. Nobody reminded me. Well, Nobody called me up and said, you know, hi, it's your manager, Car. Don't forget. 
You're right. I should have called you at home and reminded you. <laughs> you call me for every other little thing. Let me tell you something, Cara. Here's what I think what went on here, because I don't think there's any coincidences, and I don't think people forget. Okay. You know, there's a lot of sexual tension between us. <laughs> you, you felt that last time I saw you, did I you not? I did. And, uh, that was, that's Adam speaking, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. and and I know uh, things uh, appear, at least on the level of appearances, to be good between you and your husband at this point. Uh-huh. And you didn't want to come in and, uh, you know, I'd shake you up like one of those snow globes. <laughs> and you didn't want to have feelings that you maybe weren't ready for. I just don't think I need any more shaking up, Adam. That's, that's right. All right. Well, listen, we forgive you. You do. And I'll, I'll tell you what. We'll... I, I don't deserve to be forgiven. I'm a total idiot right now. Well, no, don't do that to yourself. <sighs> well, there'll be some spanking going on next time you <laughs> come here to make And I'm serious. That'd be all right if I give you a little spanking, right? If I come in and surprise you next week or the week after, maybe like the middle of the week, maybe maybe you could do that for Somebody me. spank well, me. Well, uh, listen, uh, what are you doing on Wednesday? Uh, nothing. All right. Uh, nothing, nothing. All right, come in Wednesday night. Yeah, I have the day off. Yeah, well, listen, I don't care what you're doing during the day. Just, I don't, I don't care right. if you're like okay. a, I'm gonna ride picking it strawberries the entire day. I want you to come in on Wednesday night. Okay, that's yeah. what I'm going to do. I'm riding it in a Sharpie. Anne's riding it down, wall, too. So. right by my phone. Uh, well, so what's going on with Anaconda? It's coming out April 18th. Aren't you excited? Yes. Drew loves movies about uh, tremendous reptiles. <laughs> Because Drew's smart. Now, what is uh, what is the movie? First off, what, who do you play in the movie, Kari? Um, my character's name is Denise. Right. She's a production manager for a documentary film company. Right. And uh, what are you guys going down to? Uh, Amazon. You, the well, Amazon. We're going to the Amazon jungle, but, but Tim Allen isn't in the movie. <laughs> and there's, <laughs> you know. And you're going down there to shoot a documentary? Yeah, we're something? going down there to shoot a documentary on the Shirashama Indian tribe. Right. Which is, of course, fictitious. And, um, you know, they're, very, they're extremely elusive. Nobody's seen them. And, and we come down to the Amazon, and I think what we do is upset the, uh, the balance down there a little bit, and it gets pissed. Right. And then, you know, the, these guardian snakes that guard this tribe decide that they don't want us around. So it's based on a true story. <laughs> <laughs> very scary. All right. So uh, who is Ice-T in this? No. Or Ice Cube. Ice Cube. That's right. He's a genius. And uh, <laughs> who, who does Ice Cube play? He's not one of the natives, is it? That, that would be degrading. <laughs> what, who does uh, he play in this? Too much. He plays the, 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 um, the cameraman. Oh, okay. And the documentary film crew. And do you get squeezed by this snake? No, I don't. You know. I don't get squeezed by the snake. Do you... Uh, but you're wearing those short khakis, right? Yes, I am. Uh-huh. And uh, is there any point when you fall in any water and your shirt becomes uh, transparent or anything like that? There actually is a little bit of... Uh... Nipplage? <laughs> no. What? But you fall into the Amazon at some there's point, a, right? There's a, there, it's a little, you know, a little sexy part, but... There is? Yeah. Between you and the snake, or...? Between me and Owen Wilson... Uh-huh. Who remember Owen Wilson from Bottle Rocket? Sure. He was one of the he was a Dignan. And they they but he gets killed, right, when he's getting down with you, right? Well, I can't tell you that because then, you know, it wouldn't be a surprise. Uh, anytime uh, any you know these movies. If a guy gets if a guy's going to get laid, he gets killed. Adam, I love you. You guys are so good to me. <laughs> yeah, we certainly are. You really are. All right. So uh, here's the situation. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually observing that tension now. You <laughs> have 
you have no excuse for not showing up tonight, but we forgive no you. Excuse. We forgive you anyway. I could have lied, you know. I could have said my grandma's in the hospital. I, I'm. Uh... Yes, not lying. By the way, not lying is, means not caring. No, I, I do care. I was crying on the phone with. All right. If I was Larry King, she would be lying her little boobs off at this <laughs> no, that's point. That's not true. I thought you'd have more respect for me if I just told right. you the truth. All right. Uh, I do. You and all the listeners, I hope, can really understand. All right, Kari. Yeah. Listen, uh, come in Wednesday. Okay. I'm going to give you a little spanking. I'm going to be in so much trouble as it is. Uh, you're fine. My Listen, manager is a screw. Screw your manager. <laughs> Again, uh, we forgive you. You come in on Wednesday, and uh, you can plug uh, the uh, Anaconda movie, and all will be forgiven. You think so? Yeah, you just sit up, uh, pay attention, uh, and, and let me tell you something. Kari. Yeah. A lot of people who come into radio, they think it's because uh, radio, they can dress down. And a lot of women come in here in like their pajamas with no makeup oh, on and no, their hair okay. and curlers and stuff. Do it up a little. Anything. Anything yeah. for you. I will bring chocolates and champagne. We'll have a party. All right. But last time, you know, when we did the uh, the MTV one, yes. you guys sent like this gorgeous limo. It was all this she-she hoopla. <laughs> Listen, this we time didn't... you expect me to drive my, 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 myself. Yes. We, uh, <laughs> we'll, we're sending a wagon to get you. Yeah, I need one. And, and then I need to make sure that your studio is a rubber room. I'm losing it. All right. Listen, Kari. Yeah. Have another uh, shot of the NyQuil and, and turn in, would you? <laughs> Can I help answer some questions? No. We'll see you on Wednesday. We'll see you Wednesday. All right. You All right, guys. and All bring right. bring me some like free passes or something. You know, you're gonna get so, you're gonna get some stuff here. Okay. All right. All right. We'll see you Wednesday. Car. You guys are the best. Take care. Right. You're my stern but groovy master, Adam. <laughs> she, she needs to be brought back too. Yeah. For your just to keep you interested in the show, Jennifer Gray. Yeah. Absolutely. Where's Jennifer Grey? As a matter of fact, I heard Jennifer Grey was coming out with a movie uh, recently. I don't know where I heard I'll that. i get right on that, Adam. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Start lining up my bitches, would you? <laughs> we'll have a whole bitch week. Yeah, and uh, let's have, uh, like, uh, where, where are those, uh, those twins who were in BJ and the Bear? Uh, Stax and uh, Hooters, or whoever those two I'm are. I need a name. Yeah, I, I need them, too. Mm. Uh, it'll come to me. The Lander sisters. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Jennifer, 25, you're on Loveline. Hi. Hey. How are you feeling now, Adam? You know what? I'm not that much better. Although I'm, he seemed to be enlivened by his discussion, his, his interaction with Kari. She I is imagine. perky. I imagine he's very aroused. You, you'd have the greatest... Uh, uh, being in a relationship with Kari would probably be the best three weeks of your life. <laughs> My life. <laughs> I couldn't see it going over a month, but... Thanks. All right. Um... Dr. Drew asked yes, for women to call in with some help for Nicole. Yes. And Dr. Drew, yes. I'm sorry, I have ulterior motives. Oh. Um, you work for a tampon company? Oh, God, no. Um, I called the other day with a problem, and I really need some advice, but I'm really afraid to say anything on the air. But I do have some advice for Nicole. Uh, Nicole, uh, by the way, Drew, learn good radio. Nicole was uh, the 15-year-old who just began her period and was somewhat traumatized by it. Well, it sounded to me like she's frightened, and her mother is either afraid to give her any advice or doesn't really know anything herself. Or, or is overwhelmed. I mean, she she may not be a very... Uh, it's hard for a mother to apathetic. watch her grow up. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, it freaks parents out when their kids... Just the way the child comes out crying after the re, having their period. The mom gets a similar traumatic uh, experience. 
uh, not only does it throw her back to her first experience, but it's her her child now is transitioning. It's a, it's an overwhelming experience for everybody, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, parents parents typically, at least these days, push stuff away. You know yeah. what I mean? They, they'd rather than deal with it and, and put themselves out empathically for their children. They'd rather deny it. Well, in the old days, and and that's just good parenting. And in the old days, it worked because not only did the parents push things away, but the school pushed things away and the advertisers pushed things away. And it, everything just got pushed away. And that was that. Now the problem is, is as a parent, you push things away, but then the kid turns on the television set. Right. And, it is, you know, the grind comes on MTV and uh, the little, little Johnny's head explodes. All right, Jennifer. Jennifer, what was the other thing you need to talk about? Well, uh, let me just help Nicole then. <laughs> no, what's your problem? Come on. I'm not going to. Please. I can't. We'll, we'll, we'll be very kind. I'm sure that Dr. Drew will, but Adam, I don't trust you. I, uh, listen, <laughs> I will give you my word as, a, uh, gen- as a, <laughs> a gentleman and a scholar that I will go very easy on you. I'll be quite concerned. Well, you may be a scholar, but you're no gentleman. All right. Well, give well, us I'll your keep, goddamn I'll, question, I'll please. I'm going to hang up on you. I'll keep me in line. <laughs> What's up? Just spit it out. Oh, I can't. But did you want some advice for... Uh, no, we're hanging up on you. Well, let's see advice for Nicole. Um, I just wanted her to know that anything that she feels is not normal, she should talk to someone. If she can't talk to her mom, talk to her school nurse. And this is the perfect time for her, if she's not already doing it, to start doing self-breast exams. Um, she may not have any problems for years and years, but if she starts now, she'll at least know what's normal and what's not uh-huh. for her. Uh-huh. All right, uh, Jennifer. Did you have some problem with your breasts? No. No. No cancer or anything like that? Nope. Uh, molested by a family member? No. No. Uh, bad marriage? No. No. Uh, are you a nurse yourself? No. No. Uh, are you married currently? Yes. Yes. Uh, husband abusive? No. Uh, drinks a little too much? No. Uh, you caught him uh, mi- mincing about in one of your panties the other night? I, well, I caught him doing a self-breast exam, actually. All right, please, don't crack wise, uh, Jennifer. Uh, what's up with you? There's nothing wrong with you. Uh, oh, you, uh, yes, you're having feelings toward other women. No. No. Uh, you cheated on your husband. No. Yes. You're no. fat. You're fat. You're overweight. No. You're obese, aren't you? No. No. All right, uh... Are you obese? Yes, I'm 700 pounds. And what's your question? <laughs> Nothing. All right, see ya. All right, uh, Jennifer cannot get through anymore. Anyone that sounds like Jennifer uh, will never accept a call from any 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 voice that even is remotely close to hers. All right, Jennifer. All right, I can't stand that, Drew. Well, people have their reasons. I mean, all right. Well, don't call up if you don't have your reasons. Well, Aunt, oh. I was going to ask him to talk to her about what, what what's going on. See if you can find out what's going on there. Okay. Yeah, they probably got rid of her. John, 20. Hey, how's it going? Good. Real fast, what's your question? Then we're going to break. Okay. I actually got two questions. Uh, the yeah. first one is, I have a little problem here. I'm uh, 20 years old, as you said, and I've been going out with this girl now for uh, two and a half, three years. And she's from a different state, and her folks live over there and her whole family. And... Uh, they don't know about us going out, and she's kind of reluctant to tell them, and it's been causing some, you know, stress in the relationship and stuff. All right, that's uh, scintillating, John. Hold on. 
Uh, we're going to go to break. All right. And when we come back, we will uh, tackle that tough issue. I don't go in for these backdoor shenanigans. Shenanigans. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Shenanigans. Chips, dips, chains, whips. Shenanigans. High school orgy time. Think about mine, I'll be right back. Shenanigans. Ah, Tommy John Wear. Love me some Tommy John Wear. Swap my entire underwear drawer out with Tommy John T-shirts, underwear, underpants. My wife makes fun of me for saying underpants. I love this stuff. All of it. You, you won't go back. That, that, I, it's all I'm saying. Paul Bryan was ordering some today. He was talking to Gary, and he was like, uh, I want it because Adam says you won't go back. You will not go back. These are revolutionary undershirts. Designed to be tucked in. They don't, they don't come slopping out of your jeans. They stay tucked in. No excess bunching underneath your dress shirts. Breathable fabric. They never shrink. You don't get the bacon neck look. I am telling you, try the Tommy John wear, and you tell me that you like your old T-shirts better, and I'll slap you in the face and call you a liar. Go to TommyJohnWear.com, TommyJohnWear.com. Enter the promo code ADAM. Get 20% off your first order. It is unbelievable. They they gave me three of them to try out, and I sift through my drawer every time, and I order 10 more. TommyJohnWear.com. Promo code Adam. 20% off. You will never go back to what you're wearing. TommyJohnWear.com. Love line. Uh, yeah. All right. When we left off, we were talking. Uh, oh, I'm just so through with this cold, Drew. I know. I just. Uh, I must have. Uh, I, I, I five gallons of uh, snot must have come out of me just over the weekend alone. Mm. It's really. Uh, it's repugnant. Is is what it is. It's disgusting. Mm. I'm tired. Come on, do something. Right. Please. Do what I told you. Hot compresses. Yep. Steam. All right. You you put what? A wet rag in a microwave? Heat it up. Make it real hot. Like a wet towel. Like make a big towel out of it. Just, just push that hot towel against your sinuses. Where are my sinuses? Right here and here. Uh, oh, up top. Yeah. I got too much brow for that, Drew. No, no. I'm get a big towel. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I got those uh, Ernest Borgnine uh, upper sinuses. All right. Uh, John. Yeah. So you're 20, and uh, you have this girlfriend that's out of state, and her parents don't know about you. Right. I, I don't understand why that why it has to be so clandestine. Well, uh, see, the problem is, like, right now she's visiting. I mean, yeah, she's visiting her parents because she lives out here with me. So she's visiting her parents, and her brother knows, which is cool. Wait, she lives with you? Well, not with me, but where I live. What's she doing out there? Going to school. I see. Okay. And her brother knows about us, and he's real cool about it. Um, so I called her up and, uh, you know, just to say hi. And I thought it was her brother that answered. And I, you know, she wasn't home. So I left a message and it ended up being her dad. But this, so this is there great. was the problem there. And, Wait, you both go to the same school in the same vicinity? Right. <clears throat> Isn't it normal for people to have relationships when they come from other places and end up in the same institution? I mean, what's, what is so clandestine about this? I just don't get this at all. Sums up with John. 
John, what's up with you? What's up with me? You big hey, screw up? No, nothing's wrong. Her parents so don't you know. Left, so you left a message with her dad. Big deal. And he, that they got upset. And why'd they get upset? I don't know. That's that's the thing. I don't know why they get. That upset. a boy left a message for their twenty-year-old daughter. Right. And I've actually met them a couple times because I visited where she lives. This is bizarre. All right, listen, John. Do they not like you, or do they not like boys in general? I think it's the boys in general thing because I've met them, you know, and I've talked with the mom, and she's. So it has nothing to do with being out of me. has nothing to do with being out of state, right? I she don't think so. Like, I don't know. Okay, John. And I, she's kind of reluctant to like tell her parents about it because she doesn't want to get you know get them upset. Of course, that right. she has a boyfriend. Uh, yeah, that's the whole deal. Is she right. ever she ever dated before? Yeah, she's not allowed to have a boyfriend. But what did they do when she dated before? I have no idea because you know I just met her since she's been in college. Yeah, so I mean that was back in right, high school. Right. And I, I don't know what happened then. It's bizarre. Well, it's, I don't know what... Uh, and I don't know if I should kind of force her to tell her parents. Be, is, is she so 20 that, also? Was it? Is she 20 also? Well, she just turned 21. 21? She's, oh, she, if she's an adult. What the F are we talking about? Uh, John, I'm hanging up on you. Just go <laughs> talk to her. Tell her to, to, you know, come on. Who cares what the parents Who cares think? what the parents think? Yeah, okay. It would be nice if they were, if they were involved with this, but in, in, in reality, you're both adults. And that's a bizarre call. Well, I asked him if uh, she dated other... Oh, yeah. yeah. What did they think of the other guy she went out with? Oh. Uh, oh, no. I don't know. I mean, listen, uh, you don't have to be McGruff the crime dog to ask a couple of normal questions. If someone's really uptight, if someone's parents are really uptight about you dating them, then you say, well, what about these other guys? And you get the answer. You talk to her. I mean... You know who your girlfriend went out with. You know the name of the boyfriend she went out with before you, or you know, uh, you know if they dated anyone else. Well, and you say, "Well, what about Bob? I mean, how about what, them? What is it? What is it the parents expect her never to have a boyfriend?" That's uh, a total non-question. Drew, why did you pick that question? I had such a momentum going. Let's go. Oh. Regain it, Claire. Twenty-two. Hi there. How you doing? Good. Okay. Here's my question. Um, all in all, I have a pretty decent sex life. It's actually better than most from what I hear. And for some reason, in all the sexual relationships I've ever had, maybe once or twice I've had an orgasm. And it's like I've put time, I've relaxed, you know, and all sorts of different things I've done, and I just can't have them. And I'm, maybe there's something else wrong. Is there anything else that can affect your body that can keep you from having them? Medication. Medication? Are you on any medication? I'm not on any medication. No. But, you know, a lot of women but have a problem with this, Claire. This is not unusual. Oh, it isn't? Not at all. Well, <laughs> for considering how long I've been having sex and all the different things that I've done. Right. Well, well first that, off, uh, already, uh, yeah. God bless you for having all that sex and uh, doing but, all but, that but, experimentation. But, but wait a minute. But that, that already suggests that maybe she has some issues there. All right. Uh, when did you begin having sex? Claire? When I was 17. All right, not not very, you know, not Normal. abnormally early. Right. And uh, you've been open to experimentation. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Oh, my ears got a pop. I, I'm into my own uh, private hell with this uh, head thing. Oh. All right. I'm sorry. My head feels like a, a, a steel drum with some, uh, you know, a Rastafarian guy uh, playing <laughs> on it. Claire. Yes. But but she is capable of having an orgasm. You, you, and some women never do. You've had a few with guys. Mm, yeah. But what about when you masturbate? Um, yeah. 
you can have that. But I usually, I don't really do that anymore, honestly. I did it when I was younger. Right, me too. So, so. I don't do it as much now. All right. Uh, how did you achieve the orgasm when you were with a man? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I just, it was just like not really anything different. Right. What what kind of position were you in? Um, gee, there was a while ago. <laughs> well, you remember. I was probably on top. Probably. Yeah, listen, you don't forget that. No, yes, I do. You know very clearly. Do I? Absolutely. Yeah, don't pretend you have to search. It's like, yeah, I know how it is. Uh, people say, hey, Adam, when's the last time you whacked up? Oh, jeez. <laughs> what day is it now? So it's about the middle okay, of the month. Okay, I was on top, fine. Uh, ten minutes ago. Okay. All right, you were on top. That's fine. You knew you were on top. Okay. All right, and you were doing that grindy thing, right? Right. Right. Okay, that's where you got your clitoral stimulation. Okay, well, I do that still. Right. And it doesn't work no matter how long I do no, there's it. There's no guarantees with the orgasm. Okay. The clit is a, uh, a fickle one. Why don't you let Ann talk to her a little bit? Yeah. Ann, please. Ann? <laughs> You're needed. Yes. You've been hearing this discussion? It must be an orgasm call. That's what it is. The what? She, she's, she's had been able, she has been able to do this a couple of times. but it's Through masturbating. Long. What? Through masturbating. No, she's had an orgasm with a guy or two, but it's mm-hmm. nothing consistent. And I have a steady boyfriend, and, you know, he's good and everything, and we try different things, but it just doesn't work. What about the oral thing? Yeah, when you were with him, what, what brought you to orgasm? Was it through penetration or? Uh, hold on, uh, hold on one second, Drew. It, it, don't do this crap where you tell Anne to jump in uh, three quarters of the way. Uh, Anne, nothing personal. You're doing fine. You had no way of knowing. But uh, Drew, would you knock that crap off, please? Uh, she had. But it's ridiculous having two guys talk to a young lady. But it's what? Recalculate. She had an orgasm when she was on top of the guy doing the grind thing, but it's it's few and far between. Mm-hmm. And she wants to know how to get some consistency in her big O's. But you haven't answered the oral question. I have oral sex. And it, it's not, I mean, it's nice, but it, it doesn't, All right. I usually don't have an orgasm through oral sex. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Ann. Well, I mean, most women don't have an orgasm through normal intercourse. I mean, they usually have to either help it along with their own hand or bringing a vibrator into it. Or, I mean, most women won't have it through just penetration. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You guys start talking to your friends, Claire. <laughs> I do talk to my friends. What are they saying? Um, it usually works for them. They or us- they're lying to me. They have an orgasm through uh, penetration, mm-hmm. through copulation. Yeah. No. It's not impossible. Certainly, it certainly it's isn't. It's not impossible. It no. certainly isn't. And there are women that do and uh, will continue. But the, I would say uh, the majority of women will not have it just through straight. Right. Either you use your hand or have him use his hand. Or you do that grind thing. Uh, sometimes that works. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. All right, Claire. So you okay. listen, you're normal. I'm normal. Thanks. You're, and you're young and you're still working it out. Okay. All right. Okay. Thanks a lot. All right. God bless. All right. Glad we could be of help. Claudia, 17. Hi. Um, I've been going out with my boyfriend for like four months and, well, we've known each other for like two years and, uh, and... He, well, he's 16. He's going to be 17, like, in June. Um, and this is my first relationship ever. I haven't gone out with anybody, no, nothing like that. And he's, uh, this is his first serious relationship. And he's bisexual. He's been with, like, um, a few, he, he's had a few, like, uh, relationships with guys. And I, I don't know. I mean, my problem is I kind of feel like 
okay, since we've been such close friends for like such a long time, I feel like um like I, I I'm expecting more from him. I'm expecting him to take me out and you know, without no I mean just, you know, let's go out to the movies and it, both of our schedules are so like, you know, f- we we just can't go out much. Yeah. And uh How old is he? He's 16. He's had a few relationships with guys. Yeah, like well, one serious one that I knew of. Yeah. And What's up with him? What do you mean sexually? Yeah. Well, he's bisexual. Yeah. <laughs> Is that hard to believe? I mean, no, it's it's just I don't know. He's at, only at sixteen. Age, yeah, and was he dating guys at fifteen? Yeah. Well, let me think. Yeah. Well, he dated someone like around fifteen. Yeah. Fourteen, fifteen. Did he have any kind of abuse or anything? Um, no, not that I know of. I mean, I've talked to him about myself, but not him. You've had some abuse. Yeah, I was molested when I was like. From the ages of six, uh, right. from four to six. Yeah, I'm going with a little something with him too. Yeah, that would just be my take. And it, it tends to be the case. People you think so? Attraction-wise, oh, yeah. I uh, I don't know. I just never thought of it. I mean, he's we've been so uh, close enough to this so that we can fight things in each other, and he's never told me anything. You may not remember, perhaps. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, it's not carved in stone. I, I was just playing a hunch, but uh, uh-huh. let, let's just continue for the and for the sake of argument. Let's say the guy's fine. Okay. Uh, the guy's has you know feelings toward men and and, and feelings toward women and uh, was acting out on them at a fairly young age, and there may be a little confusion. Uh, uh, although I know uh, the uh, good folks at Glad uh, cannot stand when we speak this way. But uh, when a 15-year-old guy is uh, dating uh, another 15-year-old guy and uh, having sex with uh, women as well, I would label that as sexual ambivalence. That, that's well, it. Actually, I don't know if he's had sex with women, but with, with guys. I and, know. and some of that, uh, more often than not, probably that ambivalence is a burgeoning homosexual orientation that just hasn't fully developed. Or, you know, they're sort of trying to... Yeah. Deny and trying to deal with, and uh, uh, yeah, that's actually that's been a recurring issue in our relationship. Is that um, he loves me and cares for me, and you know, I, but he's um, gay, <laughs> but he's gay, and that's the deal. And then, and of course, for you, you've been abused in the past, and so it's much safer to be with somebody who you can never really have a relationship. He, well, with. he's kind of dependent on you know me being there as a friend. But I mean, the thing. Well, I don't know. Could it be? I mean, he's he's as a friend. If he's gay, he's gay, Claudia. If he's, you've got to accept that. I mean, I if he if he's really coming to that realization. But I mean, he's. It, it doesn't mean anything that he's like some at least somewhat sexually attracted to me. That doesn't matter. Well, I mean, when you say somewhat, what do you mean? I don't know. See, that's that's one thing that I'm kind of wondering about. Is I mean, here's the deal: a 16 year old guy should be nutty, cuckoo, sexual for his 17 year old girlfriend. I mean, he should be, you know, uh, sifting through your hamper and sniffing your panties and begging you to take them home with him at night. You know, I mean, he should be, you know, dry humping your leg when you're, when you're at the theater and, 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 you know, making goo-goo eyes across the table. This uh, somewhat sexually attracted was, to you. So, I mean, uh, he, he showed signs. I mean, you know, he we, we kind of fool around a little. Uh, all right. All right l- listen, all right. we we got to go to break. But, Claudia, the, the guy's... Sounds a little suspect. I, I'm. I, you're calling because there's a problem, and I think Drew and I are honing in on it. Uh, and just keep an eye open for it. That's all we can say. I began to float up and away from my body. Uh, lady, you better get back here. If you're not here when Love Line returns, then...
they're gonna be. All right, Brian, if people have not been listening to the Film Vault Weekly, what have they missed? Well, who are these people? They're people that don't listen. Why don't they listen? I don't know. They missed some pretty fantastic top five lists, including... Portrayals of the devil. They have no idea. Top five wedding scenes, top five dumb characters, which they are for not listening. That was a great list, by the way. Top five dumb characters. That's a pretty good one. Uh, Top five weapons. Top five inanimate objects. So please, please do yourselves and your ears a favor. Listen to the Film Vault. The Film Vault over on Podcast One. That's O-N-E. All right, we're at a show. Uh, let me do something real fast. Hey, Ruth. 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 Yeah. Yeah, we're at a show. Oh, darn. Sorry. That's <laughs> okay. Uh, but I wanted to say hi. Hi. I, I like watching you all on MTV. Thanks. Thanks for hanging on for all those uh, 50 That's, minutes. That was It was interesting. <laughs> all right. Take care. All right, you too. Okay. Uh, uh, Ricky. Yeah. We're at a show. Oh, well. We got to go. Well, thanks for hanging out. All right, cool. I'm sorry we didn't get to you earlier. All right. All right, take care. All right. All right, that takes care of everyone who's been on hold longer than like a half hour. All right, uh, Fiona Apple, tomorrow night. Look forward to it. Yes, I do too. And until next time, this is Adam Crowley for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions. That's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. And if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXPX on Tooth and Nail Records. Sit, Obo. Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.